This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, Ogden Greeley, number 40. I'm Brian, joined by Dave. And here we are going to review this one here. Got a pretty low double-digit guy here in Ogden Greeley, number 40. Yeah, I actually have a, um, I don't know what's the word, an issue with with his digiting, his, his ranking. Well, we've always had issues with where people have been ranked. It's like this person feels more like a... You get somebody who's pretty high in the double digits, like in like the 30s, and it's like somebody he didn't even know who they were until the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I. It, it, the, the numbers. This is a the numbers two are digit important. and a it, lower two digit. Yeah. The numbers are important, and I think it adds something to the series. But when there's no kind of rhyme or reason to it i think it's something we've we've talked about every season it's like i don't understand how some of these people are you know in the 30s or 40s when this other batch of people are in like the 150s yeah and someone who had who did not exist as a problem 10 days before this episode right that's what i'm talking about yeah it's like um he he didn't he, he didn't even have this person on his radar so it's like you got the sense that when the show started back in the beginning that he had this list and there was already, it was already populated up to a certain number and maybe anybody he encounters along the way would just get tacked on at the end, but that he already had maybe lightly rearranged or yeah. yeah. And yeah, unless he's rearranging it as they go, I don't think it ever gets explained. I think the number is just there to be something. And I don't think it matters. I think we, as we've always realistically about, we, on the top twenty, are the only ones that really matter. Yeah, we don't care outside the top twenty. So, uh, but yeah. So anyway, number forty is where we're at uh, with Ogden Greeley, who is a software developer for the government. Yeah. Who. Plays a little war. Apparently, games. nobody checks his code, checks everything in. Nobody actually looks at it for backdoors. Um, yeah, doesn't was... go through any, uh, you know, review cycle. Um, and it's something that only he is capable of handling, and that he's allowed to have that code with him outside of work, like that. That code is being written on something that he can export <laughs> with ease. <laughs> No, yeah, you're shaking your head. He, he, he could so the the no like and this, this is like what I do right. Mm-hmm. So could he get that code out? Yes. Um, the easiest thing for him to do if he's this smart is he would just rewrite it at home on his home computer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's smart enough to just kind of do that, and he knows. And, and a lot of people are capable of doing that, but actually getting it, you know. Uh, line by line out to be able to get these exploitations and there's also the you know yeah no someone's checking this someone's watching him someone knows um and you know and he's also like you know if no one's gonna see the problems in this code i'm like you wrote it why didn't (laughs) you fix it (laughs) if you wrote all of this code and you know what the problems are why did you write it that way Right, um, and having it that uh, nobody's listening to me, well, my warnings have gone unheard long enough. I will make them pay by selling this code. Why didn't the U.S. bid on it? 
Um, sure. <laughs> it, 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 it seems like an awful hard turn direction for him to make as well. There, there's, there's no reason for him to turn down that path. Lifers don't just wake up and decide to betray the country. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty, pretty close to line. And I went, really? You mean, you mean like, like red Reddington? Right. <laughs> yeah. That was intentional probably. Um, yeah. You, oh, wait, you mean like, uh, Elizabeth King? Mm -hmm. Um, and future, uh, uh Although you had the reverse parallel with uh, Cooper and his whole side story in this episode. So this, not, there was zero story arc in this episode, yeah. which, which I think you and I were really surprised at because we were expecting a huge story arc. Yeah, it looks huge like, story arc. Yeah, we were expecting... Zero. Yeah, we were Absolutely expecting to get zero. some real push towards the arc. And there wasn't even a, this guy has something, you know, had, you know, Liz tried to make contact with this guy too. She was trying to buy it. Like maybe at the end, even though I knew absolutely no, because they laid groundwork. I mean, there was no surprise that Red was the one showing up to purchase this thing. I mean, he said it in the beginning of the episode with Dembe. It's like, yeah, we've worked it out. You know, we, we got the money. We're ready to go. Clearly he's the one that's going to buy it. But unless yeah. the only way you could have tied it into the arc, and I'm actually surprised they didn't, was have Liz be the one making the bid, <laughs> or that? Won oh the yeah, bid. and then suddenly Cooper's Cooper's standing there with his with his pants down, and they're like, "Is that one of your agents?" Uh, right. Because. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a sting operation. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually, even though I knew it was not going there, because I don't think the show writers have been that smart. That would have been the thing to do. You know, where 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 she has access, even though, you know, we know she doesn't have the kind of money that with the hundred and fifty what was hundred and fifty million? It really wasn't a lot for this code, was it? It was hundred and fifty, yeah. That was what that what he said he paid. I was a little It's it yeah, felt I mean it felt low. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Yeah, 'cause any any foreign entity entity is gonna be like, Yeah. They're yeah. gonna throw billions at this to make yeah, exactly. sure that they win that bid exactly um when, when you're when you've got a a foreign you know actual national nation state actors doing this kind of stuff china's gonna be like yeah just uh, it went up by 10 million take it up by 15 million they don't care yeah, we'll, uh, to we'll, get to get what this was oh hell yeah we'll print it yeah so um, it's it that was surprising but yeah um, we'll, we'll take it back when we take over their nation um, exactly. You know, I mean, it was exactly. We'll we'll get all. The it's gold an investment. We'll... There's that 150 does seem. That's a lot of. That's a lot, a of, lot dough, of money. Don't get me wrong. It uh, seemed low considering the bidding partners. But at that, that were point, out there. it's the kind of money that Johnny Depp could have gone. Well, hell, I'll do this and go into like real, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean on this shit. I've got yeah. that kind of. Well, maybe he doesn't, but they're you know James Spader might. Um, you know, there are. Hollywood actors that could do this, you know, didn't like Robert Downey Jr. make a hundred million for doing the last two uh, Avengers movies and yeah, game and yeah. yeah, he made he got paid a hundred million dollars to do Endgame and Each or Infinity like War, yeah, right. so he could do it. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, just it, seem, not, it seemed like a, trying to it seemed like a low number, you know, especially given the gravity of what this uh, this software yeah. leak would 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 allow, and we even get the tease of it at the beginning, the very War Games movie scenario with the uh, missile launch uh, that our satellites didn't detect. And, you know, we're, we're doing the countdown and it, it doesn't hit. 
Uh, so, yeah, it was certainly um, something else there. Uh, this was a... But, yeah, no, uh, like you said, no arc. Uh, there's was certainly a, a chance to... It was 100% to... ethical... Uh, across every every single story arc was an ethical question of what mm-hmm. happened in here. Every single one of them, and they were good ones, I think, to have. I mean, these are the these are the you know four men in a rowboat, but you only have enough food for three type things that we give to mm-hmm. to junior high type things. You know, mm-hmm. what do you do? And they never they never had to answer most of them for the most part, which was good. But they they get people to think and they start conversations, right? Um, and you know this this is. It wasn't a major social agenda, I don't think, other than it was just a, you know, um, no, there was no social agenda here. I mean, it was, it was, was naming some... countries that we've always questioned. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's uh, not like it's a bad thing there to say, oh, Russia, China, and North Korea. Oh, shocking. I mean, we. It's not like we haven't heard those. Well, it's, they, they've been called the, the last... axis of evil for, yeah, for, for forty de- years. Yeah, decades. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, no surprise. Uh, yeah, so we, we get that, and, uh, you know, Red ends up being the one to buy it and sells it back to, uh, so he bought it for... Uh, he bought it for 150 150 tries to, to resell sell it, it back for 200 uh, ends up agreeing to 155 <laughs> That's the 175 for the friends and family discount. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly he's, it, it, this is not something Red was going to be dealing in. So I don't even think this was a, I bought it so that I could sell just so I could show you, sell it back to you. He was going to give it back. You know, it was, he was going to try to get his money back in the process. Uh, but, uh, I didn't feel like this was something that he could have said, well, you know what? 200 million or I will go sell it to other people. Now I think he was, it was an investment for him to buy the confidence in Cooper and, and maybe, uh, some of those that are in the know, and, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that he can, uh, can that he can continue to utilize them to uh, help find Liz. Yeah, so yeah. he's just he's just asking for his money back, and yeah, uh, once they can find Ogden, then you know they'll shut him down and they'll they'll freeze his assets and they'll get it that way. Um, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll get it. We're all gonna break. It's everybody's breaking even here. So yeah, <laughs> I, I was wondering because I agreed. I'm like, okay, either either Red's gonna buy it or uh, be the one to buy it back or they're going to go red do you have any assets in mongolia seriously do you have anybody there that can go get this dude for us like mm-hmm. we can't we can't fly our agents there fast enough and the cia apparently doesn't operate in mongolia to go find this guy um so yeah, uh, right i mean yeah, yeah. But we can fly drones over either russian or chinese airspace to get there um because mongolia is wrapped by you know there's yeah, why no... can't we yeah why can't we get a cia somebody or something it's amazing how in network tele in these network television shows with these various you know letter agencies how they ref- how they always refer to any of the other competing agencies as people they don't trust or can't deal with or are incompetent or whatever you know any of these oh they they talked about the CIA in this one like they're gonna put you in a dark hole and you're gonna disappear well yes that's true. and I was like wow. <laughs> Um, I, I was a little like, why wasn't CIA there? Why wasn't MI5 or MI6 there? 
Um, yeah, it seems like FBI operating in the, again. They're they're a special task force, but operating in this capacity without not, CIA it does not clear international bounds. I guarantee you yeah, on that was um, was uh, not going to happen. And to be honest, I don't care. This this Russian spy lady. Oh, she was terrible. She was a horrible spy. Would have. She was prepared to die for this. She was never going to cave just due to the threat of being in a dark hole. You get into that business knowing that you're probably going to end up in a hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's got uh, a cyanide tooth somewhere. Um, exactly. F falling on, on, on this. Uh, no, no. Yeah. That, that um, was again, it, the, the, that was all just to pose the ethical questions of, you know, due process. At what point do we draw that line? Oh, right. Um, We're back to Aram being was... the the voice of idiot's reason, but at the same time, it's like worried about due process. Is this what we've really become? It's like Aram. Do you realize what you all do here? You know, you're. I mean, he's right, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad the, I don't have to make those decisions. Yeah, uh, in, I in really the, am because people do of, have to make them. Yeah, in the scope of the show, Aram. You know, for your character, you've been involved in a lot of shit where decisions have been made to eliminate people. Uh, he, he was he was in character to do this. I, think. I know, but it's um, just, I, I'm I'm tired of him being the the naive person here because it's still. I don't think to, he was the naive one. I, I think, think he was, it, but he, it comes off that way. The way he performs his role right now is this whiny child, and he needs to man up all, just just a hair. You know, in, instead of whining about it. Yeah. Well, yes, we've talked about that. They've been yeah. giving him backbone. They've been giving him backbone. They've been giving him backbone. He needed to go. I, I can have no part of this. Seriously, this That's is what I wrong. Mean. Say and it. if you do this, I am out that door, and I'm going to buy some stamps because I believe in the American postal system and, and walk out the door. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's an that. arm type thing to say. But that would be. <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Is the, the yes. this spineless child that they want him yeah. to be when when you need him as that voice of reason. Yet then you give him. Yeah. Then you give him these scenes where he shows backbone and, and ability, and then all of a sudden just give him this scene where he's just whining and it's just I'm tired of whining Aram because we like it when he's a strong character, and they have not. They're they're just they waver with how they use him. It's it's but yeah I agree. Um, he's been a little warbly. Like uh, a Kate May Warbler. Yep. So you're right. I did there. I saw the Kate. We're gonna get. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to her. We'll get to her. I was actually gonna save that storyline for the okay. end because. Uh, um, it, that's, that's good. That's an interesting story. Um, so we then have uh, Cooper being courted to replace an outgoing senator in Virginia. Uh, Governor wants to make the nominate him uh, by recommendation of the outgoing senator because they trust Cooper will do the right thing and pass this black book budget. And they would only let him do it if he votes yay on it. And he's because it will make the outgoing senator's family ultimately very, very rich. Which he doesn't know that until, yeah. yeah, he goes ahead and has Dembe and Red, you know, dig up what is in this black budget. Uh, Again, which more, I call more, bullshit on the black budget, but yeah, yeah, more of this uh, government is evil behind the scenes stuff, and and you know that. Oh yeah, there's this budget the government asks for every year that uh, we, you know, we are not going to disclose. You just have to yay or nay the amount, 
and we call it a day. And my assumption is, why would you put that to the Senate? Yeah, that money can be... If you're having this type of black budget, that money's figured out somewhere else. That that yeah. it that it is completely off the books, and the Senate doesn't know about it. Um, you know, illegal arms sales or something like that. You know, we we've heard those types of things in movies. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the whole um, you know Iran Contra stuff, and, right? And these You've, types of things go through. They have. I do believe there's a budget that is not line item, but it's also like, okay, CIA is getting forty eight million, forty eight billion this year. I, Okay, um, some of it's going to go to eight billion of it's going to go to salaries. Um, yeah, ten billion is going to go to some screwy payoffs. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So the fact that it needs to go, though, yeah, that that this particular thing was just these are some other things that we're going to get passed through, but we're not going to go ahead and line item. Especially it. when it was money, what they described at the end, what Cooper figured out that it was money going to a private organization, you know, or, or a, you know, a, a public organization, you know, into the public sector, private sector, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Private, private sector. Non-government. Yeah. There's no way that's going off the books. Um, <laughs> right. Unless yeah, it's obviously that they're because they to... they have to account because that company has to account for where that money came from too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and they can't go to the IRS and say, yeah, don't 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 look at that. Just you know. Yeah, just ignore these this are not the eighty million dollars you're looking for. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So I'll skip. Okay. But the whole thing I, is just to. The whole thing though is is wholly unnecessary because it's to show that Cooper has. Uh, you know, is ethical and and more. You know, it, and has all these things sound. But we already know that about him. The, what is this doing other than putting him in a room to stand up to somebody and say, uh, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fold for you or anybody, or I don't turn my back for you know on anything. I, I do what's right." Well, we already know that kind of about him. And I don't think, unless it's setting up for where he's going to have to make another decision later. That yeah, is we, and we've over. talked about this, that mm -hmm. something Cooper is going to be our big. Cooper uh, could be our number five on our blacklist or three on our blacklist. Yeah, um, he's he's going to have he, he's going to be he's going to go out with a bang one way or another. Mm -hmm. um, so it, he may go down with the ship. I'm not sure. Um, but he will. And if it comes down to, you know, suddenly they get taken in by the rest of DOJ. He's going to be the one going, everybody go out that door, and I'm going to stand at this door, um, and I will block the way for you. I just, um, and I will I, buy you the time to run and hide. I just feel That's there's... That's Cooper. Yeah, and I just feel that... Because I, I almost today wonder, showed that, or today, this show showed that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he'll do. Because it's the, I'm not, you know, it's not the right thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. Right. Um. Right. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to just. Yeah. I'm not going right. to sell you out just to get. You know. Which is interesting uh -huh. because the show continuously comes up with that dilemma of you know the the thing the the greater good is served here. You know they let Red get away with this crime so that he can, uh, you know they can murder some competing organization that Red's warring against. But in the end, it, it it serves the public the greater good because now terrorists don't have the bomb or something like that. Right. And well, they, it's and and Red called it out because Red sees it as admirable, but the government sees it as situational. Right. Uh, I mean, those were the words Red. I think you, he got Red's kind of dialogue on it was pretty spot on mm -hmm. for what mm -hmm. he was telling him. Like, you know, and and he called him like 
you're, you do the right choice. You make the right choice every time. Mm -hmm. It may not be the legal choice, but it's the right choice. I still think we're going to get something where we get some flashback with the two of them. I still think there's more story to tell there. I, I think that's probably the more interesting story to tell right now. Uh, I think we get something more with the, with the two of them in, in, in younger years or something like that that's that's going to help kind of bridge the gap of some of the questions that we have about this show. Um, but, yeah, having him do that, kind of reintroducing his wife again, which we've kind of lost sight of her for a couple seasons. Well, really haven't a lot seen of many her. seasons because haven't seen she'd her had the since. affair and was and he, you weren't sure if they were even still together that's true yeah they she had the affair thing going on die. right because he was sick i mean god that feels like another show it when was like, you it was season two or three yeah i know doesn't that feel like another show like years ago when he was sick and gonna die i mean it's it's just miles away um all right so but anyway we have him um doing the right thing there, but it's probably setting up to where he's going to have to make a choice that goes against everything he's ever done. And because I think he could be the, I think he could be the one that maybe goes and sides with Liz. That would make the most sense. Cooper? Yeah. I'm thinking that. He does the right thing. He's been always doing the right thing for his country but something's going to happen that he's going to have to turn his back and then you know this it could be this season that that's how the season ends and we have harold cooper number two is on the blacklist and with the season ends with uh red in charge of the post office type thing <laughs> you know uh or yeah. rest or wrestler in um cooper's desk and uh and red sitting across sharing scotch with him because now they got now they got to deal with cooper and Liz, and we start to learn Cooper's very resourceful. You know, he didn't get to the position he did, he got to without being a resourceful guy throughout his career, and we know he's been involved in some some um, some stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so that's that, and it really just leaves us with uh, yeah. Cooper's word is his bond. He said that. I wrote that down. So again, they, they okay, were, wait, wait. Uh, did you think that we were going to get to see an Angry Park episode with her chasing the girl down in the bathroom? Yes. I thought I totally thought we were going to get into an Angry Park fight. Um, and I was yep. like, oh, here, oh, that's boring. Um, yeah, y- y- Wasted Park. It could have been anybody. It could yep. have been any agent chasing after. And again, two agents who are horrible at surveillance. No and, James and, Bond. Yeah. Like, there's no backup. Uh, so, so I mean, bad. Mr. Bean isn't even there. They're you know, so bad. Just a, like I said, they're, they're 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 barely paying attention. It would have been bad. <laughs> you know what? Nobody ever would have expected Arm. the Spanish Inquisition. Oh hell yes! <laughs> Had to do it. <laughs> All right, so they're in London. It's Monty Python. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right, so uh, Red meets up with Anne, the bird watcher lady again, who I, we've talked about. You know, obviously they didn't, we wouldn't work her in to be a, a no name character that we would never see again. I'm. S- are are you good with her being all she is? I am now. I was not at the beginning of the episode. At the beginning of the episode, I'm like, she's a Liz plant. She's a Liz plant. Mm-hmm. She's a Liz plant. She's oh shit. No, she's actually cool. Damn it. Yeah, she just really likes uh, him, and she doesn't care. Uh, they they have a they have such a nice relationship throughout this. 
I mean, her it husband really is... was, and it felt it, that was really good. It felt good. This is um, like red. You felt good for red. Yeah, it's like red. Red's red knows his time is limited anyway as well, and talking about you know, there's a couple times this episode just talking about having the easy life, just having a life where I don't have to run around with the phone and with the money and with all the problems, and I can just walk away from it all and disappear he's helped so many people disappear it's time for him to disappear you know and that he could go and look at birds and do bird drawings and things like that with with Anne the rest of his life and be quite content and it was it's the most peaceful we've seen him is in these moments in this episode especially just with her watching the birds um you know ignoring his day and his duties just to just to chill um, they share a sandwich. They go to the what the chocolate and wine place, and she picks up the tab. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it esca- is escaping it all for today. He basically said, "I'm taking a day off." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was like okay. It was nice. So. It was refreshing to see that for him. We love. We do love that character. We, we as much as we complain about Liz and some of the other characters, I don't think they've done Red wrong. And the fact that they can have these types of scenes just show that he's got more dimension and levels than any other character in this more show. More dimension and and the most consistency mm-hmm. um, of you know we we do this, but I don't I don't think we got a red story. I think this was a red story. Right. This would be a story he would tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's oh, like there was Anne that day in New York, you know, in yeah. 2021. Um, and he knows he can't. He he was ready, just like he he knew. Or no, he the thing is, is he just he forgot about all the rules he has. That you know, not making those connections and things like that, and connections are it is just business. Nothing's emotional. You know, you get you got to be firm yeah. on the business and Dembe tell him you can't do that you know you, you can't go out with her you, you can't go to this movie you're, you're only going to hurt her it's only going to put her in danger um you know you, you obviously can't do this and red ends up canceling on her and and they have that great phone call conversation which we've it's a trope we've seen it in movies before where the person does show up and calls and says oh no no i didn't show up i'm, I'm over here and the other person's watching them from afar and um you know it's like you feel the heartbreak that they're both feeling Especially yeah. these two, where, where some... one one had to lie and the other knows that they had to lie, um... and, and is letting him off the hook. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh... where does this go, though? Because in the in a movie, this is great. You know that this is this has been in movies. This is um... where does this go in the terms of the show? So... Are we done with her now? Or does this I, uh, to, character come back as a choice he's going to have to make again? Two two things two things were said um, that were kind of eh, whatever, right? And one, I got a very gross point blank of you know I'm on the FBI's most wanted list, and she's like, oh okay, you know, if you've ever cool. seen the movie for the for the listeners, you know, mm-hmm. no, he's he's a serial, not a, he's a professional killer, and nobody believes him when he tells him. Right. Uh, he also tells her he's going to be back in a month. At some point, yep. maybe she goes, oh, shit, he wasn't kidding. He is on the FBI's most wanted list and makes a phone call, gets a dip, doesn't get the post office, 
and sends you know somebody else back up there um or small that's that's my you know 90 percent 10 percent it is a liz plant and now liz knows he's going to be back there in a month sure yeah i think that's there's no point for him saying i'll be back here in a month yeah lines in tv well, that's what I mean. I mean, they, do they waste all this effort with the character? Or does she come back? Um, yeah, could she be... Oh, gosh, who was that other character um, that was helping Liz? The lady that was helping Liz. Could it be like a like an aunt or something like that? And it, yeah, it could be part of a Liz plant or something like that. Or somebody she knows. So, yeah. I don't think so. But I wonder if she will... I, I, I'll take it even another step is that she does realize... Oh hell, he is that guy on the most wanted list. But then goes back in a month herself to confront him about it. It doesn't pull the authorities in. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. maybe feel like you know, after that day, I can't believe that this is the type of person you want to be. Try to try to talk him out of this continue you know, continuing on with this life of crime and walk away from it all with her. Um yeah. something like that. Come then, come to Wichita with me. But then yeah. something happens to her. Which the shooter, yeah, which could be which flips a switch in red, so uh, it could be something like that. I'll say this it's my favorite episode of the season, and it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. It it made you think, it it made us talk about you know the ethical questions. It had zero story arc, um, yeah, as of yet that we can tell. There may be some setup because we talk uh, about how we we usually we hate these throwaway episodes that have no discussion of arc, and there's nothing we could talk about for them. But it was a really good episode. It developed so many characters. Yeah, we had some. We had our complaints, but it was really good. (laughs) It was. Um, Um, and 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 if they don't bring Anne back, I'm going to be upset because we loved her. Yeah, it's a character um, we like. She humanized. Uh, she humanized Red. It's somebody. Um, it's somebody we needed to see with Red, that's not Dembe, somebody that doesn't know about who he is, and just brings out the good in him, you know, yeah. and, and 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 the love of life that he has because he does have this genuine love for life and and, and appreciation for things. The, We've the, always the chocolates known that. and the wines, and, and she paid for it. Right. Um, that was. I mean, you you called that out earlier. There was mm-hmm. that love for life, and she was the one that that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you it's seen just, that. Yeah. It it it's it's a neat character interaction. I, I like that you bring up Gross Point Blank. It's because it it does almost have that. I'm always going to bring up Gross Point Blank. But does that feel with those two characters as well? Whereas you know, she doesn't know this about him, but doesn't matter. There, there's an affection there. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, looking at, um, I did, I, I barely paid attention to what was being said in the preview for next week, other than there was this, I could tell that there I, was this. I did not see it at all. So I could I tell no that idea. there was a couple senses of Liz's back. However, they were careful to show that the point of view that we see of Liz is from behind, and it could be, for all we know, anybody. It was, it was almost like Liz is back, but we don't actually see Liz. So... I don't think Liz is back next week. That's my prediction going into the next episode. Liz is not going to be back. It's going to be some body double or stunt double or something like that. Uh, I, I a ruse, a cunning attempt to trick us. I, I am wondering what you said earlier. Is 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 the actress doing something that she couldn't be available for like six weeks? Because um, it's 
awfully unusual for her to have the two I episodes. I haven't seen in anything, f- and I've done a little bit of looking because yeah, I've seen some stuff on Reddit. It's like, is she pregnant? And no, not and that anybody knows. And she has like one episode here in the winter, and then she's gone. So yeah, um, we had we had um, some conversation on Twitter because uh, we had made con- trying to resolve. Have we learned anything yet? Uh, last week, and we were talking about you know with Red saying that line, "Well, I am not her father." Is that definitive to say that he's not? And it was brought to our attention. I absolutely agree that because uh, back in Sam the day, is her father. Sam, is, yeah. well, Sam was her father because he yeah. was the one that really raised her. And so, yes, it's it's wordplay and true. We still, uh, listener Tom, I believe was it? Yeah, you're right. We we still don't know anything, and we're probably never going to know anything until the show ends. Uh, I think that's just what we're going to have to accept, and we can continue to speculate. But gosh darn it! I, I as much as I love today's episode, I need something. <laughs> I need an arc. I need an arc resolution uh, of something to to help us move because we have called this this episode made us want more, and that's what this episode needed to do. Um, right. it, it really kind of made us hungry for more in the right way. So don't give us an um, Elizabeth so Keen. Yeah, don't give us an Elizabeth Keen number one episode next week because that episode was garbage, and we can't have that episode again. So I would actually like one more week without Liz. So if they want to tease Liz and all that, or have Liz be just the picture that the FBI holds up, looking. Has anybody seen this woman? You know, very uh, John Connor. Have you seen this agent? Uh, you know, if, if they want to do that for one more week, fine. But let's steer us towards what this season's going to do. Because even though we know our arc is Liz... Show us the lighthouse. Yeah. yeah Liz is doing this stuff in the background. And Red and the post office are trying to capture her or, or find her. Give us some sense as to where, where this season's heading. Because we need some direction. Because we still don't have it. Um, we don't know what her motivation is. we gotta got to gotta leak us something here so that we can... Um, because otherwise it's just it's going to feel rushed when you tell us you see it's show it's it's not a sprint you know it's it's supposed to come across several episodes so uh and we're on pace you know to get 20 ish episodes in 20 plus episodes in by when you know the the by summer reruns yeah yeah. late may so um you know it's it's time to give start giving us something um because we are in march now um, but as far as IMDb and everything, it still shows the show um, clicking along for at least two more weeks. Um, there's nothing posted what's going to come on after that, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, so I'm, I'm sure the show's going to go till May. Um, okay. Otherwise, we'd be moving along a lot quicker. Other than that, I'm interested in knowing uh, what everybody's theories are. How would you feel about this episode? Like we said, we really liked it, and I, I don't think that's surprising. I actually thought you were going to like it after I watched it, and... Um, it was a it was a well needed episode for what has been a season of complaints um even though we've had a couple moments here and there where we've said i've liked this um i think we needed this episode as the viewers <laughs> yeah to, it was you know the huey lewis episode was was needed because we got some nostalgia out of it and some fun out of it this was you know this, different um it wasn't it wasn't as fun but it was it felt um, personal yeah. So yeah, and that's, that's and important. I don't mind being challenged on some of the ethical questions, um, which is which is what everybody's was. Um, it was it was all of right. a what would you do? Um, yep. And these are, this is you know this is entertaining. Yep. 
So let us know what you think. Uh, you can go ahead and email us at blacklist at podcasterbia.com or you can go ahead and send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. The Twitter. Podcasterbia. And uh, this week we did not record via Twitch due to some real-life technical problems, so we should be back to our normal schedule next week doing that following the show on Friday. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I am Brian, and he is Dave, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody.